You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. The focus of today's podcast is all about the power of the quiz in your business and everyday habits. I'm super excited to have an amazing rock star guest with me, Josh Hainum. Let me tell you about him. He has started several companies. The most recent is Interact. Interact helps companies generate leads and drive sales using quizzes and so much more. Corporations like Home Depot and Eventbrite are already using this tool, plus entrepreneurs, because quizzes generate thousands of leads every year. He attended UCLA, and he's making a big impact on business owners everywhere around the world. Welcome, Josh. Thanks for sharing part of your day. What else do you want to add to that introduction? Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Nancy. I think that covers the majority of it. We've just had a crazy run with these quizzes. This is my third business that I've started, the first one that's purely a technical business. And we've just reached a crazy scale with it. We just crossed over collecting 7 million leads across our platform for all of our customers. We work with 40,000 brands around the world. You mentioned a couple of them. A few more that I'm really proud of are like the American Red Cross and the United Nations and Oxfam and Amnesty International. So we've had just a crazy, crazy opportunity, um, but it's also been a long journey because this company is bootstrapped, so we didn't take any sort of funding to get it started. And it's been four and a half, almost five years that we've been doing it, and it's just started to really take off in this year, which is the fifth year. So there's a lot that kind of goes into how that happened and you know the habits that were formed along the way and how we became more productive in order to break through and actually get to where we want to be. Um, so that's kind of a convoluted answer to the question, but that is a bit of who I am. That was a perfect answer because my first question kind of tag teams on that. So you actually teed it up without even knowing about it. So great answer. <laughs> Uh, your current company has phenomenal growth. As you just pointed out, you're serving a lot of really amazing entrepreneurs plus big corporations. Can you share why the quizzes and giveaways and polls are so popular right now? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the general premise of the company is that we have a tool for making quizzes like the ones that you see all over Facebook. So if you go out onto your news feed, I'm sure you've seen them before. It's the what kind of Game of Thrones character are you or the – you know, what's your, which state should you actually live in quiz, that kind of stuff. And then we also do polls, so standard polling stuff, and then giveaways. And all of those things tap into a few things that we've really discovered, which is that people like to talk about themselves online, and there's not a lot of opportunities to do that. But a quiz where you're asking people questions and then you're showing them an outcome and a poll where you're asking them which thing they prefer, and a giveaway as well to some extent, let people express themselves. They let people state their opinions, and then their opinion matters because 
the outcome that they get or the vote that they're putting in is immediately tallied. And that's why this concept is really taking off. And it's so different from marketing that's in the world today where we're putting out a lot of articles and we're doing videos and stuff like that. Then people don't get a chance to say what they think. And I think it's just a very vastly underserved part of humanity. And that's why it's taken off so much. It's, it's taken a long time to, to take root, but at the same time, it is catching on now. And it's just such a powerful thing when you let people state what they think and then work that back into what you're showing them. That totally makes sense. So I feel that the world right now has a lot of infobesity, basically information overload, so kind of like obesity but infobesity. Why do you think people still take time to take a quiz besides just the self-expression? Because it still does take time. Yeah, yeah, I love that term, by the way. That's awesome. I think it's such a, a true thing right now as well. I think the the draw for a quiz and, you know, some insight into how this actually works, 75% of the quizzes ever made on our platform, and we've had 45,000, so that's a lot of quizzes, 75% of those have a title that's in the format of which blank are you? So which coffee drink are you? what kind of shrimp are you, all fall into that category. And the reason that kind of title draws people in so much is that there's a promise you're going to find out something about yourself. And then what draws them in even more is when they get to answer the questions and then they're doing self-expression. But it is the title, it's, it's the concept behind the title, the promise that you are going to learn something about yourself when you take this quiz and answer the questions. And that's something that really ties into a lot of, a lot of other things. You know, there's an entire self-help industry that's basically just built around learning about yourself and self-awareness and stuff like that. And a quiz is one little small module that allows you to do that. And now our technology is getting more complicated to where it actually is able to give you a pretty accurate assessment of yourself when you're answering one of the quizzes made on our platform. But even if it's not a super accurate assessment, the idea that you get to learn about yourself is a very, very powerful draw. So this isn't on my question list, but what has been the craziest title you've ever seen? Like what kind of shrimp you are is an interesting one that piques my interest, but has there been something like just wild and you've seen amazing results with that? Yeah, that's a good question. Now I'm, I'm racking my brain. The shrimp one was hilarious because it was from Red Lobster and it is their most liked Facebook post as a company just ever. And they joined Facebook early. So years and years and years. And that quiz was the most like as 192,000 likes on it, which is just absurd, just absurd. Um, I think the, the ones with the, the movie characters are always really, really popular. So those are fun. Uh, the one that does stand out to me, you know what Pocky is? The little sticks, like candy sticks. No, it's, uh, it's like a Japanese candy, but it's like a very, very niche thing. And for some reason, like everybody on our team knew about it. And then Pocky came and made a quiz. What kind of Pocky are you? And it was just like really funny to see all these people, uh, you know, from our, our past people on our team. We have most of our schools have signed up 
all of our, our colleges have signed up and used quizzes and things like that. So those are the ones that are kind of crazy is when you see somebody that you have heard about or that you knew in the past that ends up signing up. But yeah, there's all sorts of just super hilarious, random niche things that have come out. Um, one other one that comes to mind is there's a commercial drone company that does drones for agriculture. And they made this insanely complicated quiz to find out what kind of drone you should be using to apply pesticides to your fields. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious because <laughs> we started with this silly quiz concept and we've come all the way to this point where we're now recommending commercial drones that it costs like hundreds of thousands of dollars to, you know, farmer technicians in different places around the country so that one was one that was kind of surprising and also really fun <laughs> that's awesome so online and social media have been pretty hot for a while and i'm personally as a business coach seeing a trend where people are moving more of their marketing efforts to offline and face-to-face -face marketing for example i'm doing about 80 percent offline marketing now speaking workshops and about 20 percent online before it was maybe 50 50. what do you see the same trend, and what do you think is a really good split of how people should spend their time being online versus being in person? Yeah, that's a good question, and I have started to notice that trend as well amongst our customers because we work with a ton of marketers. And the thing that I think is happening is people are getting tired of the gimmicks online. We've gotten so deep down the rabbit hole of, sales funnel optimization and sales funnel hacking and these marketing automation systems will, you know, get to know somebody and send them the same email six times if they don't ever open the first one. And it just is starting to feel really, really disingenuine and the customers are not enjoying the experience. And the goal for a lot of this online sales funnel stuff is just kind of to churn and burn. So, get somebody to purchase your product and you're not really interested in building a relationship with them. And that doesn't work very well on either side. Customers are tired of it and brands are tired of having to constantly refresh their customer list because people are coming in and out so much and they're not happy with the experience. So that's where I think the shift to offline is starting to happen because online it's really hard to gauge whether somebody is honest and being real or not. But offline, they're standing in front of you. If they're lying to you, I'm sure they could, but it's much harder to lie to an audience full of people or a small group that you're speaking to. And that's where I think people trust offline stuff a lot more, and they appreciate the connection as well. So all that to say that I think the trend I'm seeing now is that you're starting online to push offline. So with something like a quiz, you're getting people to take the quiz. At the end of it, they put in their email. And then you want to parlay that into an offline conversation where you're talking about their results and then move that into a real connection. And I think that's what the internet is moving towards a little bit where it's not so much let's get everything done online, never talk to people, let's just automate everything. It's moving more towards let's use that the technology tools that we have to facilitate offline conversations where the real meaningful stuff is happening and we can kind of filter out the people that we shouldn't be talking to because you obviously 
should not spend time talking to every single potential client. If they're not a good fit, you're going to waste all of your time. So you do want to be cognizant of how much time you're spending with offline stuff. But I do think that the trend is definitely moving towards use online to facilitate offline. I agree with that. And well, well answered. I, I appreciate the thought you put into that because I like that. Like get start the introduction online, but then move it off quickly to people that work. So let me ask you a fun question that we ask everybody on this podcast because we're about productivity. So Josh, if you had one more hour in your day, 25 hours every day, what would you do with that extra hour? Ah, That's a good question. First thing that comes to mind is yoga because I'm quite into yoga at this point and I think I could do it twice a day. Right now, I often do it once a day, or I'll either run or something else. But if I could do it twice a day, I totally would, because for like a few hours after doing yoga, I'm so zen, like just relaxed, and my mindfulness is definitely up. So if I could do it twice a day, like in the morning and the afternoon or the evening, then I feel like my productivity throughout the day would be much higher overall. But I don't really have the time for it right now. So if I had the extra hour, I would do yoga. And yoga usually takes exactly an hour, so that's perfect. That's a great answer. So speaking of being more zen and things being more productive, tell us a little bit about the shift you've recently done with your everyday habits in your company and your team. How has that impacted your your results? Yeah, so for the first three and a half, four years that we were running this company, we got initial success right at the very beginning. We started to get customers coming in. And from that initial success all the way through the three and a half year mark, we basically let everything hit us in the face is the way that I describe it. And it always felt like every single day was waking up and you had somebody throwing 10 tennis balls at you at the same exact time and you're trying to catch all of them, which if you've ever played tennis and tried to do even two, you know how hilarious it is to watch somebody try to catch two tennis balls at the same time. It's basically impossible, and you feel overwhelmed, you feel stressed out, you feel dumb, you feel ashamed at times, and you're never living up to your expectations. And so that's what was happening for several years in terms of the way that I was operating and also kind of the way that our company was operating in terms of building new product features and doing marketing and all these types of things. We were just letting things come in and trying to deal with them as they came. And it did not work. Not only were we working harder because we wouldn't, we didn't know when to stop, but at the same time, we didn't grow a whole lot. So basically from like year one and a half to three and a half, we didn't grow at all. So we were slowed down. And it also felt like every single day was such a struggle. And then I got to a point actually right around this time last year where I was on vacation with my brother and sitting down and just having the same conversation over and over again where it's just like, man, I'm just, I'm just tired of this. It's, it's not moving forward, but I'm also working all the time. And that can't keep happening. And when I came back from that, I made some changes. I handed over all the day-to-day operations to Jane, who we hired, and just said, here, like, handle all of our existing stuff. I'm going to take some time and form habits for what I'm doing. 
and also bake those back into what we're doing as a company. So I started really simply uh, just with a few habits in my own life um, by waking up earlier, meditating and praying every morning, running every day, uh, and not letting every anything get in the way of those habits for myself. And now I've got a full routine, like from 4.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. I've got pretty much everything set, uh, and it, I move things around, but it's a very set schedule, very set routine, and I'm getting a lot more done than I ever did. And then I started to implement that back into the company in terms of how we do marketing. What's our process for marketing? How we do product development? What's our process for releasing new features on time, which we you know, really hadn't done for years. And what happened was pretty magical because not only does it feel like less work now because you know when you're done for the day and you know what your goals are and you know what you're trying to hit. And as long as you're hitting them, it feels as if you have finished something at the end of every day, at the end of every week, at the end of every quarter. So that feels great. And there's less stress overall because you know when you can take a break, when you can do other things. That also feels great. And we've grown 300% in the last 10 months after not growing at all for years. So that feels amazing. And all of that's come together. And I, I fully believe that they're connected, that deciding what you're going to do and having a very strategic plan for it and executing on that plan gets you so much further than just letting everything come in and wash over you and trying to deal with stuff as it comes to you. Congratulations for recognizing that systems are just an amazing part in business. Everything in business is a system, lead generation, sales, networking. And so you recognize that really early. So good for you for that. That's exactly what I teach. And I love how you said once you put them in place, your growth and revenue just took off, right? Yeah, it, it took off in a dramatic way. And systems to me are always a tough one because I always thought that systems were the anti of creativity. I thought if you have this system in place, how are you supposed to be creative? Because you're doing the same thing over and over again. That doesn't lead to you know new breakthroughs. But now I realize that the exact opposite is true, where if you have a system for how you're doing things, then you're able to be creative because you're not always thinking about what am I going to do today? What's my whole process for each of these things I'm doing? You know what your process is. Once you see the process, you can identify, okay, this part of it is bad. This part of it's great. This part of it, eh. And you can work on different pieces of your system. And that's what true creativity is, is it's not crazy thing out of the blue. It's laying everything out seeing how it works, and then being able to identify which parts of it need help, and then identifying creative solutions to fix those parts. And that was an amazing realization to have and one that I'll carry through the rest of my career. Excellent. I am so excited for you for that. You're right, because systems let you set it and forget it, and they actually free you. They free you to be creative and do the other things. One example I like to share when I speak is the shower. There's an exact way you take the shower. You take off your clothes while the water is heating up. You jump in, you soap up, you rinse off, and you get out and towel off. If you do any of those out of order, you're not going to get the same result. Your, your clothes are going to be wet and your towel doesn't work. That's a system, and it allows you. That's why people have great ideas in the showers because they don't have to think about 
how to take a shower, and they come up with these like aha moments when they're like, I was in the shower this morning, so you are on to something. Josh, where can people connect with you if they'd like to you know, try some of these quizzes themselves or see what they, how you can help their company? Yeah, so my website is tryinteract.com. It's Interact Quiz Builder. And then you can actually shoot me an email directly. I use email as my primary method of communication online. So it's josh at tryinteract.com. I'd love to talk about habits, productivity, any of that, uh, if you'd like to shoot me an email. Perfect. And why don't you spell out interact so people don't misspell it? Yeah, definitely. So the URL is T-R-Y-I-N-T-E-R-A-C-T.com. Perfect. Josh, thanks so much for being on the show today. Is there anything else I didn't ask you that you want to close us out with, some amazing comments or inspiration? I think if you're looking to increase your productivity, the entry point, because this all seems a bit overwhelming if you're looking at, oh, well, they already did all this stuff, so how is he supposed to be talking about how I get started with this? The entry point is to start by forming one good habit. Maybe it's waking up at the same time every day. Maybe it's putting in place one process in your business for a particular part of your business that's really stressing you out. Start with one thing and do it every day. Build that habit and then build another one, build another one. And habits and processes are pretty interchangeable because they're very similar in terms of how they get created. So start building habits and processes, but begin with one. Don't try to go all in and you'll, you'll fail that way and that's really overwhelming. But start with one, do it every day, and you'll be amazed at how that changes your life and business. Well said. Josh, thanks so much for being on the show. Lots of great information. And listeners, I just added some new rapid results day on my calendar for Q1. So kick off your business on the right foot for 2018. This is where you accelerate your business in just one day instead of coaching, which can take many weeks or months. Go to nancygains.com slash rapid results to learn more. And if you loved our show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.